Well, I thought it would be good to start out. I think it's important, to, and it's been a while. I, I mean, I know you've been able to share bits and pieces of this. I think, Brandon, you've done a Transformation Sunday, but that's been quite a while ago. But I think it'd be good for them just to hear your faith journey, right? And so, you know, we talk about the Bible makes clear that we become Christians when we acknowledge our sin before a holy God, when we realize that we've lived outside of his intentions, that we've missed his mark. And then when we believe that he did everything required through Jesus and his work on the cross to pay for our sins, so our sins could be atoned and forgiven. And when we decide to live our days following Jesus as our king, like that's, that's conversion. That is a person becoming a Christian. And so... I'm curious for you guys, how did you get to that point where you gave your life to Christ in that way? Um, how it, has he changed you? How has Jesus changed you? How is he currently changing you? So tell us about your faith journey. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, I uh, grew up in this church in ALCF from the age of one and on. And so I started right here um, in these seats. Actually, we had different ones. They were older and much more unstable, but in these seats, and much more uncomfortable. Yes. Um, but this was this was a big part. I mean, this was my faith journey. It was, it was abundant life. And I, we'll get there a little bit more on, but uh, or later on. But I'm not. I don't actually can't necessarily pinpoint an exact time that I feel like I um, made a decision to follow Christ. Other than maybe the one Sunday when um, I learned a little bit more about like the differences between heaven and hell, um, and I had heard that um, somebody else in terms of the congregation had made a decision to follow Christ, and I kind of thought it would be a good thing for me to do as well. So I think at that point, um, if that was that was the time, then hey, that was the time. I think that um, you know originally what in my mind was being saved from hell. Just the just the start, you know, just the tip of the iceberg. I had no clue what God would have in store beyond that. Sure. That I was being saved to something and to someone, not just from something. So yep. He's been so faithful just over the years to show that. Um, I just always remember having a desire to glorify God. It, it has waned obviously over the years, up and down. It's been quite a faith journey, um, a roller coaster ride, I would say. Just a lot of different ups and downs and twists and turns and then the loop-de-loops type of thing as well. Um, and sometimes like the dragster, it's my favorite roller coaster. It's like straight up, you know, 400 feet really fast and just a tank down. Um, and so a couple of those things I would say would be uh, my parents divorced when I was about eight years old. That was just kind of a, a definite bump in the road um, of uh, just kind of shaking and rocking my world a little bit. And, or a lot, rather, and just trying to understand and trying to figure out how to navigate through through life in that. Um, and my mother was absolutely fantastic at that time. I know I talked about her before, but man, what a model. She's, she's the absolute um, the best model I know um, to this day for uh, what it should look like to be, to be a follower of Christ. I'm so grateful to her for that. Um, later on, uh, I was super socially awkward, by the way, when I was young. Um, Crazy stuff. Uh, so, hey, it's not your turn. <laughs> uh, so, I think 
Uh, I, had, I had a little bit of mental health issues, some depression, some anxiety, some uh, OCD um, early on as a, as a teenager. And uh, so that was kind of another struggle, another kind of hurdle to, to jump through. And I've shared before as well in the church that I had uh, an addiction to pornography for a while as well throughout my high school years and early adulthood. And so um, that was just another, another thing. And I guess I'm mentioning all, all of those things to say that God has been faithful beyond measure all throughout, and he has always placed the right person mm-hmm. in the right place at the right time in my life to help me through each of those different things, um, whether it was my mentor, KP. KP, good to see you here this morning, brother. Um, or my brother, Kelsey, or you, um, Shane, or my mom, or whoever it was. She, she always, he always placed the right people in the right place at the right time. And um, my kind of my life first is, personal 
me, not what my parents, not what my grandparents, not what the people in my church thought I should do, what I needed to do. Um, and so that was kind of like the aha moment <laughs> for me of like, wait a minute, this is for me um, and not just for everyone else around me and this is the way I should go. So that was kind of like a turning point and there was bumps and road bumps throughout the way of high school and all kinds of stuff. But um, the main thing for me that God has continuously Um, and wanting to control my life, the people around me's life, um, I've wanted to do that since I was little. And so God has a way of taking that control away from me in every situation that he can. Um, I'm sending you, Brandon. Yep. Um, and so that is one way that, that the church 
church has really um, instilled in us. And then the other way is through service. Um, it's, Brian and I both have gone on mission trips since we were little uh, through this church. And um, while we were talking last night, we, are, we were reminded of all the times that we were worshiping through service. Um, and when we were in Rosedale and it was pouring down rain and we sang for hours um, when it was raining. And we were little <laughs> during that. And we remember those moments of just worshiping God as a congregation and a community. And in New Orleans and singing Sanctuary before we went out and served. And it was always that moment of, yes, we were places to serve, but we were there to grow closer to God and worship God together. And that was instilled in us in a very young age through this church.
that was not one of the ways that we personally saw ourselves um, in ministry. But the more we prayed about it, the more um, we talked to people about it, it was like, yes, this is exactly where you want us. Um, and God just put us, just plopped us there and, uh, for a reason. So it's crazy the journey that it's been. We also, both of us, served on the, the music team here when we were teenagers, and it's kind of early adulthood, and uh, we've always loved it. We've always had a passion for it, um, and uh, we love the members of the team as well. They're, they're like family to us, and some of them legitimately are family. Um, but I think that was a, that's a huge thing as well, and then even just kind of tracing it back, like Haley and I just have an extreme love for music in general, um, and an extreme love for People. When you combine people and music, man, it's like, can't go wrong, you know? And, and just with the purpose of glorifying God. Um, so I think that, uh, I think that, that that has a lot to do with it. Um, I can even just remember when we first, like, when I uh, took over for Justin for the youth group, or maybe even, I think he might have been, like, I don't think he was fully done yet or not, but we started, like, singing songs in there, and I had this janky keyboard. I like ten dollars. It was oh, it was the saddest thing you've ever seen. Casio. It was a Casio. Casio. Nice so bad. About twenty keys. <laughs> yep, yep. And so we play that down in the, in the old youth room down here. Um, and actually, Mighty to say it was one of those songs we used to play uh, a lot. So that's really cool. We sang that this morning. And, um, I just and this is the weirdest thing. Um, but I remember thinking to myself and actually mentioned it to Haley at one point. Just like, yeah, I really want to lead, kind of lead the music or lead congregational worship at ALCM someday. I had no clue what God would have in store because that, that dream or that vision uh, just kind of dropped off like a lot of mine do. And I said, yeah, right. I really didn't think so. <laughs> um, she's obviously supportive now. So I just I love the way that God works and the way that he moves. I had no clue what he was kind of preparing us for. Sure. Absolutely. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, you mentioned uh, you have a passion for this, uh, for seeing the congregation worship God for who he is in spirit and truth. Um, uh, for really appreciating his glory and his holiness and his love and his grace and mercy. So, you know, one of the things that's important to us here at Love of Life, and especially for our leaders is we want leaders that are passionate, they have a hunger for what they're leading, a desire to see it successful. Um, they have a compassion, uh, they're full of compassion towards other people as they interact with people, and that they have a spirit of joy, you know, that they're joyful as they go about their work. And I, and I feel like you two really embody that, but talk to us about the passion and the hunger you have to see this congregation worship God fully. Just seeing uh, the stand this morning, uh, I just kind of take it back, just kind of looking around, looking at the congregation and seeing people with their hands raised. Uh, I stand with arms high and heart abandoned in awe of the one who gave it all. I mean, that's, and we exist to uh, express our gratitude for Christ, to for what he's done for us. And I just felt this sense of this is what we're doing you know, this morning. And this is our purpose. This is, this is an eternal thing. These songs that we sing, uh, the voices that we project, 
project out into the room will echo on through eternity. And it's just a foretaste and just a glimpse of what God has for us for the rest of our, our lives here on earth and for the rest of eternity. And so the, I guess the passion just comes from, it comes from Christ, it comes from the gospel, and kind of starts there and then it moves on to, hey, this is what we're created for, and we got to get this right. You know, if this is what we're created for, then we have to focus on this and really have to make sure that uh, when we when we worship or when we come together that we have the right heart and the right attitude and the right mindset. Can I tell you countless times I've come on a Sunday morning just with a bad attitude and, uh, and just with um, burdens that I'm not willing to lay down with uh, maybe even gratitude that is unexpressed toward Christ. And, um, you know, I... I uh, my, one of my passions, one of our passions, is when we walk through these doors, it can be a place of healing. It can be a place of being able to celebrate um, the week before us and the work that God has done, and then also prepare and look forward to the week ahead of us and what God will do. And so we just have a passion for that. We have a passion to, for everybody to understand, everybody to know really what our, what our purpose here is at ALCF and what our purpose is as humans and, and as followers of Christ. Yeah, I echo what Brandon said. And it's just worship is such a personal thing. And many times I've spent just belting worship music in my car. I don't know if anyone else does that besides me. But um, we want that type of passion and freedom, really, is what it is when we come on Sunday mornings. That we don't have to look at who's doing what next to us, um, but we're really just focusing on the words of either in the word, in worship, or um, with your teaching, and we can just feed and be free and let everything else go um, in our lives so that we can really just soak in um, what God really wants us to know for that day, for that coming time. So um, we're just excited about that. And really that comes, thank you, and really that comes through just the truth of what we hear on a Sunday morning and through what we sing, Christ is the truth will set you free, and we just really firmly and strongly believe that what God says about us is true, and that what God says about himself, about sin, and about the lost, about the world, that it's all true, and so we need to come and we need to remember that on a Sunday morning, because the week is difficult, and life is crazy, and, and stress is, is so high right now, just in, in everybody in, in the world, and so we need to be reminded of those truths and allow that to give us freedom, and so that's what we're really excited and really pumped about, it's just to speak truth into the life of the congregation and even just speaking truth into our own souls because we need it. Yeah, absolutely. And often we realigned to, to that truth. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the main purposes is why we gathered as a, as a community and as a body. It's for that purpose, for sure. Um, how do you guys plan to build on the foundation that has been set here at Abundant for this this sort of thing of expressing gratitude to Christ for what he's done for us. Absolutely, yeah. I think of just like a house, you know, example, like if you're going to tear down a house and, and rebuild um, on that same foundation, not that anything's being torn down, but, but you are, that foundation is, is pivotal to what you're doing. You are building on top of that, and um, you're always constantly remembering that. And if that foundation is solid, then it will hold up. Whatever you build on top of it, if it's not solid, it won't. And we feel like there's been a very solid foundation that's been built here through Roger and Pat and through you and Mary and through Ron and, 
different leaders over all of the years, really, of this church and the elders and the deacons. And there's been so many people who have served over the years here. And so we feel like remembering that foundation and celebrating that foundation is so important. God consistently in the Old Testament just asks us to remember. He actually commands us to remember what has been done in the past. And there's feasts that are had in order to remember. And we eat a lot at ALCF, right? And, and breakfast on Sunday mornings, you didn't mention that, but that's something that we're, we're going to be overseeing as well, which I'm really excited about. But just being able to, to gather together and remember and have food and, and um, to worship. That's, that's worship, is, is being able to remember, remember, remember the foundation that's been built and then being able to continue on um, with that. Um, to realize just the importance of Christ that's been emphasized here, the importance of people and relationships that has been emphasized to us, um, and the importance of, of the Bible as well. And I just think that that foundation is kind of the fuel that, that drives anything moving forward, any vision moving forward. It's, it's remembering that um, and, and taking taking the best of, of you know what was had and um, even just musically when you think about it, like and I don't know if anybody has like thoughts on this, but we are not getting rid of hymns. Uh, so I don't know, like maybe that's an elephant in the room, I don't know. Uh, I love hymns. I love hymns. I think that they're fantastic. And I think that it's beautiful when you can um, incorporate and mix in the old with the new. Um, God is consistently doing that. He's always doing something new, don't get me wrong. Um, but he's always using the old in order to do that. And so, um, you know, we have some songs coming up here. Uh, some new songs coming up here in the, the worship series that we're going to be introducing that you know, we show to you. We're really excited, really excited about that as well. But I don't believe that God has a um, uh, style preference. God is a universal God. And this is something that we've also really just realized through mission trips and traveling and seeing different people groups and being able to sing in other languages and with really crazy circumstances and situations and environments and, and sometimes crazy music and stuff, what I would see it, it's normal to them. And so God doesn't have a style preference. He has a heart preference. And he wants our hearts to be aligned with with what he wants for us and with Christ and with the gospel. And so that's really what we really what we want to focus on. Um, yeah. You said it all really well. <laughs> <laughs> Need to record that. Absolutely. Tell us about the team that you're going to be working with. I know that that's that's come up quite a bit. Just how excited you are to be working with the people. That I mean, we are so grateful for our music team. They just have given so much over the years, and they're so committed and so diligence and performing and they're here whether their life is going well whether the week was horrible they're here and they're dependable so tell us about that I think there's so much to say I mean even just in that last that last statement with um, the kings having a death in their family um, and feeling so apologetic that they had to you know run out during a music practice on a Sunday morning like hey it's, it's perfectly fine and Love you guys. I will fill in, and then they're here this morning, and there's three of them up here, and they're, they're worshiping, and they're singing their heart outs and their hearts out. Um, that's just awesome. I mean, the passion on the team is just like through the roof. Um, the love on the team, and just the. Um, I mean, we look at our, our core values of passion and compassion and joyful. The team embodies those. 
Jesus so well, and there's just such a passion for Christ there, a passion or compassion for other people, and a joy for singing, and a joy for worshiping God in word and in truth and in spirit. And so we're really excited about the team. We love them, and we are more concerned and focused on the heart of the team and the um, really the discipleship of them rather than what gifts they can offer. Um, although they're incredibly talented as a team, um, we're more focused on, on the heart and just seeing them grow in Christ. Mm-hmm. And also, we just want to thank everyone that makes Sunday morning happen. There's a lot of people that make this happen uh, by greeters, by people uh, doing breakfast, by the children's ministry, by the soundboard. There's a lot of people that go into making Sunday morning happen, and it's really nice. Like, we just took over and like, okay, everything's ready to go. Um, and it's just really awesome to see that humble servant attitude by everyone that serves um, because we all have a part to play um, in the kingdom. And so it's just really cool to see people passionate about everything they do wherever they're serving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, and, you know, no part is more significant than the other, right? Um, you don't have greeters at the door with a friendly face and a welcoming attitude. And somebody could be totally just shut down and not open to even what is being said or what's being sung on, on the stage. And you could go through each each role. So, absolutely. Um, how can we be... Well, let me ask you two more questions. Uh, one is, we talk about in leadership that in order to be successful leading other people, you got to be able to lead yourself well. And you, because if you're not abiding in Christ, if you're not connected to him, Jesus makes it very clear that we are not going to bear spiritual fruit in our lives. So how are you going to remain worshipers yourself individually so that you're working from your overflow when you come before this congregation on, on Sunday mornings? Yeah, um a hard one because we are not perfect um, and we can say like we want we truly in our hearts want to model our life after Christ and through that we want to imitate a lifestyle um, regardless if we're at work or at church or um, at home that is really imitating Christ and that is a lot of pressure <laughs> to do that perfectly and that's not who we are and that's not any of us um, and so we do strive, though, to be in the Word um, together um, and individually as we see the more that we get to be in the Word together and pray together, um, what that can do for our marriage. And so doing that, being in community with people um, at our church is another big one for us, especially me as an extrovert. Um, I can get really lonely really easily if I'm not in community. Um, and so just that big emphasis there and just being accountable leading, it can get really hard um, sometimes, so just being accountable to people in that community um, is really big to us as well. I also just think we have some of the best people in the world surrounding us, um, even then, you mentioned just Kevin Moore, and the emphasis on worship that they have instilled into us has just been fantastic. Um, they will take us to concerts, worship concerts, so we got like three lined up for this fall already that we're really excited about. Um, and, you know, just the whole idea of, like, seeing your parents worship and, um, and just being able to, to see the passion and the heart that they have. And so we hang out with them all the time, and as you guys know, and 
um, just being able to model our, you know, our marriage after theirs, I think, is just so so important and so huge. Um, being able to, you know, get together with you and Mary and being able to kind of look at the best of what you guys have to offer as well and being able to do that. We've already done that quite a bit, um, and uh, you know, we're, we're constantly encouraged by the congregation. We're encouraged by Kevin Glory. We're encouraged by you know KP and by um, you know, there's just a lot of the. People of this congregation have been very, very encouraging throughout this whole process, and um, just a lot of support has been felt for sure. Um, we really appreciate it, and just a lot of prayer has been had as well. So, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, you're going to make mistakes, right? You guys are going to mess up, and there's going to be grace for you. Uh, we're going to love you through through those mistakes as you try to be faithful to God and sometimes make wrong decisions or maybe not the best decisions. And, yeah, so we don't want you to feel pressure uh, from us that you've got to be that perfect leader or person. So just want you to know there's going to be grace for you. Um, how can we specifically be praying for, for you guys? Um, well, first of all, our marriage. <laughs> when we when we took over the youth group, ooh, you learn a lot about each other quick being in ministry together and leading together. Um, and so we are complete opposites when it comes to leadership styles, to how we do things. And um, we ironed out a lot of it, but still, it can be rough sometimes between the two of us. So um, our marriage is one thing. Just for humility as we lead, wisdom as we lead, discernment as we lead, um, are just all things um, that we would be grateful to have prayer for as we're going through this and leading people. This one thing I would add is if you ever want to pray Ephesians 3 into our lives, that we would be filled with all the fullness of Christ and that we would know the length and width and height and breadth of his love that surpasses all understanding. We can never go wrong there. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're pumped up. Let's pray for you guys. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for Haley and Brandon. We love them so much. We're so grateful that they are, are a part of our church family. And Lord, you have placed this call in their lives. You have brought them to this position. And you promise that where you guide, you provide. And so we trust, Lord, that your manna is going to be there for Brandon and Haley as they lead our overall Sunday morning experience here at this church, that there will be fresh manna for each day that they face, um, that you'll sustain them, that as they abide in you, you will allow them to bear spiritual fruit for your kingdom. Lord, I pray that this congregation could fully support them and be praying for them encouraging them so that they can run the, the race of faith well and have the encouragement they need to, to press on even through those difficult and dark times. We know they will come. And Lord, so we expect them, but we also expect that in them, you're going to be more than enough, that your strength will be made perfect in their weakness, and you're going to do the heavy lifting. And so, Lord, even though we know there will be difficulty. We relax in your easy yoke, your easy yoke of providence that as Brandon's life verse declares that you work out all things uh, for the good of those who are called uh, 
according to your purposes, Lord. Lord, we do pray for their marriage. We know that the enemy is real. We've been talking about him a lot as we went through our sermon series in Daniel. And we know that the enemy would love to cause a whole bunch of difficulty and trouble for Brandon and Haley as they step out in faith to follow you and your call in their life. We pray that you would put a hedge of protection around them, that his fiery darts would not be able to penetrate, that he would not be able to drive a wedge between Haley and Brandon. We pray for that, Lord. Also pray, too, that your love that Ephesians 3 talks about so high and so deep and so wide that Brandon and Haley would understand it more fully with each passing day. Uh, and that would result in them just loving you more and more and being even more grateful for you and what you've done than they, they are today. And so we pray for that. We pray that for our congregation. Lord, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Well, um, one of the things that he was mentioning in our little conversation here is that next Sunday I'll be starting a sermon series on worship. We thought it'd be a great time to just refocus our our minds as an entire congregation on why do we get together on Sunday mornings? What are we trying to accomplish? What's the purpose of this? Uh, It's always important that we know the why behind the what, you know. So that it doesn't just become just something that we think we're supposed to do, but really don't know why. So, yeah. Can we give them an encouraging round of applause? 